Hey friend, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast with me, your host, Robin Ryan McDonald. I am very excited to be starting a new month and to be kicking off a new focus for the next few weeks. I'll be digging into the healthy habits that cultivate confidence in your body and how to boost your self-esteem by grounding yourself in Christ. I think body confidence is something every woman struggles with at some point, if not continuously, to the point where I don't even know if we identify it as a problem. It just kind of becomes the way we think. I see memes on social media joking about feeling ugly or fat, and they are funny because (laughs) so many of us think those things about ourselves. And I hear women make jokes about breaking the scale or messing something up to poke fun at their own weight or their size, making it seem like It's something they don't care about when really it's actually a pain point. And as followers of Jesus, daughters of the King, we get to view our bodies differently, no matter how they look. To support you with this, my team and I have created a five-day devotional called Confidently His, where you can take five days and dive deeper into becoming confident in all areas of who you are as a child of God. And to access this, it's totally free. You just go to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash confident, which that link to that will be in the show notes. And to kick things off today, I'm going to offer some insight on how to have confidence in your body when you haven't hit that goal weight. And despite putting in work, you still don't look how you feel you should, or you don't have the results you want to where you feel like you can really make those negative thoughts stop or where you can really feel confident in your body. So let's go ahead and get into it. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until... I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. I can't tell you how many times I've personally had self-deprecating thoughts and how many more times I've heard others make comments about themselves. Comments like, oh, you're young. You're still thin and cute. I'm wrinkly, wrinkly and fat. Oh, those? Oh, gosh, no, I don't, I don't wear shorts because I don't like my legs. Ew, gross. Can you please delete that? I look super chubby in that picture. And then, of course, there's those 
meltdown moments in your closet and fitting room where it feels like nothing looks good on you because your body is disgusting. Of course, this is what you think, not (laughs) what is actually true. And then there's the pinching, the sucking in, turning in different angles to try and catch a glimpse of yourself that you can actually stomach or feel somewhat okay about. And honestly, friend, I get it. I've done it. I can remember having closet meltdowns since I was eight years old. It's crazy how young we start feeling inadequate in our appearance. And then we go through adolescence when everything is changing and, you know, we, <laughs> at least I did, and <laughs> hope to come out of that on the other side looking like the models that I see in the magazines. <laughs> Anyone else subscribe to Seventeen Magazine? That one <laughs> was my teeny bopper magazine of choice. And I couldn't wait to read the next issue that would tell me which three easy exercises were going to give me a six pack or fast forward to college when I got horrible acne and gained the freshman 15 that ended up totaling to the college 20 by the time I hit grad school. And I was wearing baggy, weird clothes because I was embarrassed by the fat that had accumulated around my stomach and that I also lacked a butt, which is still an insecurity that I get to work through. And then, of course, get pregnant. And there's that stage in pregnancy where it's like, no, no, I'm not fat. I just am in the first trimester of pregnancy. It's just this weird, like, pooch. And you're, like, waiting for your stomach to pop. So it's obvious, yes, there is a baby in here. And then postpartum, I was just talking to my friend about how in pregnancy, Once you have, you know, the belly, it's like, oh, how cute. You look beautiful and your skin's glowing and your hair's all thick and luscious and beautiful. And then postpartum, and I was like, it's like the baby comes out and takes all the beauty with it. (laughs) And my hair fell out. Your body just feels this like empty, shriveled shell. And then after I stopped breastfeeding my first, my boobs are just like these deflated socks hanging from me. I was like, wait, this happens before you're like in your 80s and 90s. (laughs) It's just your body goes through so much. And then of course, there's the wrinkles. And I remember talking to people in their mid 20s and early 30s when I was still in my early 20s and being like, why are you getting Botox? You're so young. And now being in my 30s, I I don't get Botox personally. I find myself looking at old pictures and thinking, whoa, I have gotten older. There are indeed wrinkles that were not there before. <laughs> and again, I mean, it, it is what it is. I've got gray hairs coming in and there's just so many different things. And I say all of that not to say that there's anything wrong with wrinkles or gray hairs or even what happens to your body after pregnancy, but whether it's society or culture, there are, at least for me, I don't think I'm the only one, thoughts that I have to sort through and to be like, this doesn't mean I don't look good. This doesn't mean that I'm less than. This doesn't mean that I need to do things to correct how I look. And all of those different factors are going on for us as women. Like I said, there's these societal factors. And then on top of that, we're trying to be confident and There's all these different comments that maybe we've gotten from people, whether that's growing up or currently, and people will say things like, oh, yeah, you you've got such this kind of hips or you're yeah, you look this way. And maybe they were well-meaning, but they're things that 
stick with us. And then now we feel insecure about that. It's like, oh gosh, I didn't know that I should be concerned about this part of my body. Thanks for pointing that out. And unfortunately, it can just make it so difficult to sort through uh, the comments from others, our own thoughts. And I don't know, I, I think at some point, you know, we get to the point where we're at an age where we feel like we're beyond the vain teeny bopper magazines, or maybe we're not. And then we feel shame that we're not because we still find ourselves pinching our skin and turning certain ways and looking in the mirror. And I, it's just, it's tough. It's challenging. And maybe even too, we can say, yeah, you know, I, I like my personality. I, I don't think I look terrible. And yet you still avoid looking at yourself in the mirror. And maybe you've tried so many different things, whether that's trying different health habits to lose weight, or maybe that's trying different skincare routines, different clothing. There's just so many ways we try to get ourselves to look in a way that we feel confident. And it it's a lot. It's hard. It's challenging. And maybe you're at the point where what you're doing right now feels like it's actually healthy, feels like it's good for your body. Maybe you've been listening for a while. You're implementing healthy habits with your nutrition, with your movement. It feels holistic. It feels long lasting, but you're still not where you want to be. You can't say that at this point in this stage, you like the way you look, you like where you're at. So what do you do? How do you have confidence when you still don't like the way you look? And when you know that you quote unquote should have confidence or when you feel like you don't have reason to feel insecure because, you know, so I, I know I personally struggle with this where, yeah, I'm fit. I'm athletic. I've lost the weight since college. I've got definition, but I still am insecure about my mom pooch or lack of butt or what's going to happen to my boobs after I'm done breastfeeding my second child. And can I say that I like my body? I, I do. I actually really do. And yet there's these insecurities that I have to work through and I sort through. And so what do we do when those insecurities are still there? If, if not plaguing our mind, they're not maybe necessarily detrimental. Or if you're like, no, Robin, actually, I really look at myself in the mirror and I just have horrible mean thoughts about myself. And, you know, I put in all this effort. I try all these things. I eat healthy. I work out and I, I still feel this way. I still look at myself and I'm not happy with what I see. If you resonate with any of that, if I'm not alone in these feelings, then I've got some tips for you that I think are going to be a benefit for you in this season, in this dynamic. Maybe it's not a season. Maybe it's felt lifelong. But the first thing I want to say is we need to recognize these thoughts as the lies and the distraction that they are. These mean negative descriptions and conclusions about your body are not true. Not only that, but spending time picking yourself apart is a distraction from spending time filling yourself up with what is actually true about your worth, your value, and yes, even your appearance and beauty. And I want to encourage you to be very vigilant and making sure that the enemy does not convince you that God's creation is anything other than what it truly is. Beautiful. And a reflection of him. Need I remind you that we are all made in the image of God. And 
it's super unfortunate. I've seen it. I, I have a really, really good friend who is incredible. She loves people well. She loves Jesus so much. And she, I, and I think she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. And yet she's very insecure about her weight. She's very insecure about her wrinkles. She's very insecure about her gray hair. And I see that spill into her confidence in other areas of her life. And it affects the way that she views herself in other settings where she has the opportunity to use her God-given gifts and talents. But because she feels insecure about the way she looks, she doesn't show up as powerfully and fully as she could and ultimately allowing God to work in and through her and to do what God's called her to do. And friend, you have stuff to do. You've got people to bless. Stop the enemy from robbing you of what supports your God-given vision for your life. This is the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm talking about the vision that God's placed on your life to be there for your family, for your community, for your husband, for whoever it is. We don't have time to spend looking at ourselves and picking ourselves apart. It's not productive for the kingdom. So with that said, I'm going to throw a curveball here for this next tip because it has to do with clothing. Anyone who knows me knows I am not a fashion kind of person. Most of my body meltdowns begin with feeling frumpy and out of touch with what's actually in style or looks good from a clothing standpoint. And the reality is it's true. We need to wear the right thing. And friend, if you aren't putting on the armor of God, then girl, those attacks are going to keep coming. (laughs) You didn't think I was going to tell you that you need to wear certain clothes, did you? (laughs) But hey, I'm not going to minimize the effect of finding an outfit that you do feel in because, hey, that feels good. And at the same time, we can't afford to be chasing down the perfect outfit. In fact, we can't afford to not be clothing ourselves in the armor of God and his righteousness. The very words of God, that is what we want to be clothing ourselves in. You need to know where you stand in this battle. And the truth is, you're on the side of victory. It's the enemy that tries to convince you of otherwise. You are victorious. You are beautiful. You are loved by the creator. You were designed by the creator. And you, again, you bear his image. And it's so important to get clear on what you're putting on in Christ more than what you're able to wear or not wear on your body. This as cheesy as I just was, forgive me, (laughs) is a really important point because I, this day and age with all that's going on, our mind, we want to be so intentional with sorting through what's of the Lord, what's productive for the kingdom and what's not. And we really don't have time to be looking at ourselves and thinking anything other than what's true. And we also don't have time to allow the enemy to undermine any part of our confidence, any part of our worth, any part of our value and who we are. And if your appearance, if how you look is preventing you from boldly speaking to who you need to speak to, from serving who you need to serve, from sharing what you need to share, we've got a problem and the enemy has a hold and that gets to go. And so friend, put on the armor of God. Take hold of the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, all the different components, Ephesians 6, check it out. 
And there's so many other aspects to the word, not even just the armor of God, but just the Lord's encouragement of who he says you are, that you were knit in your mother's womb, wonderfully and perfectly made. You are treasured by God. Let's take hold of those truths. Let's make that what we put on, what we clothe ourselves in versus getting caught up on what, how we look in certain in outfits. And I will say again, I just had a meltdown about this this week. So I'm with you on this. It's easy to get discouraged in that. And it's also easy to prioritize the Lord and his word and how we view ourselves. Number three, make it tangible. At the end of the day, identifying lies and taking hold of truth can be challenging. Everything I just said, that can be tough to swallow. It can be difficult to do when we're still, it's like, okay, I know I shouldn't think this way about myself. And I know I should take hold of these Bible verses and think differently, but I don't. So it's helpful to have a real experience, a real life in our body experience where we feel good in our own skin and what you eat and whether you are exercising directly impacts your mood and how you feel. When we eat whole unprocessed foods, we feel lighter. Our digestive system isn't bogged down. We aren't bloated, gassy, all of those different things that actually physically make us feel big and uncomfortable And I don't know about you, but when I'm eating clean and I'm putting in my body what it wants and what it needs, I'm not consuming the junk process stuff that goes a long way in how confident I feel in my body. And even with the clothes that I wear, additionally, when you're working out, you're doing those strength training workouts that are so important and so key. And maybe you've got that slight soreness from putting in hard work the day before, even if you haven't hit your goal for, you know, the tone you want to have or whatever. When you, I, I know for me when I'm walking and I can feel uh, my, my glute muscles or my hamstrings or my biceps and I can feel that soreness, I just, I feel good. I feel strong. I feel more confident. And as you sort through the lies and negativity it's, and to take hold of, you know, what's true in God and who he says you are, You want to make sure you're choosing foods and activities that allow you to physically feel well, because these will not only help you to feel well and, you know, boost that confidence, but these are the very things that are going to continue to bring your body into a healed and whole place in a sustainable health journey. So to summarize my big tips for having confidence in your body as you go through the journey are to one, identify the lies and distractions. Two, put on the armor of God, get clear on where you stand, soak in his word. And number three, make choices that help your body feel physically good. Stay tuned for the continuation of having confidence in Christ for your health over the next few weeks. And remember to grab your confidently his five day devotional in the show notes. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. 
The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.